Yeah. Okay. Uh, so can can we begin? Right. Uh, for all the people who are not there, I don't know what to say. Right. But I'm recording this in spite of th thinking of not recording this. Right. Uh, largely because it's important to talk about what is called the SWOT analysis. Right. So when we're talking about the SWOT analysis, we're talking about strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and uh, threats. Right. So that's something that actually shouldn't be taught in uh, this kind of a course because we are supposed to be art students and this is something that is taught in the business management center right yeah so maybe uh, my approach to it will not be something from the business kind of point of view though we are taking all that into account but it's a very sad kind of situation that we have reached where it's as if the art students don't have or the arts faculties don't have anything to say of their own right so when we are talking about attitude we have already been doing this idea of the self the second thing is we are talking about we also talked about the other people in the organization right and we also talked about the idea of uh, uh, the, the uh, question of your attitude, what you aspire towards, right? And the question of aggressiveness and assertiveness. I'm just summarizing what we already did, right? Now, when we're talking about the strengths, this is a kind of an analysis which we are talking about, right? And when we're talking about the strengths of the system, right, we are actually talking about are we really getting our strengths right yeah yeah so that's important yeah uh, and we are talking about uh, right are we getting our strengths right yeah and that's a very important kind of a position that we have because if we are not getting our strengths right then we have a problem right now you might like to think about our country today right and since this is a business proposition some of you are economic students right and we begin to wonder why have we got so low right so is there no SWOT analysis at the basis of the country right so this is something that we'll all think about right because we are economic students we are political science students we are from different languages right and we are also linguistic students, right? So we are talking about how do you gauge strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats, right? Now, we are faced with this idea that China has attacked us again. I think that was, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so when we talk about China attacking us again, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, this person is outside your organization. How can that be? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, when we are we are saying, uh, sorry, let's just get back. Sorry, I don't know whether. Can you hear me? Because this is really playing up. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Waiting for others to join. Be join. On hold. I don't know what's going on. Right. Fine. Okay. Uh, yeah. So when we're talking about the SWOT analysis, can you hear me? Yeah. I hope you can hear me. You're the only person in the uh, on the teams, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when we're talking about SWOT analysis, we're talking about the idea of strengths, weaknesses, uh, uh, opportunities, and threats. Okay. So when we're talking about the individual, because the individual is very important. Okay. That's what is a philosophical concern. Some of you are philosophy students. Some of you are uh, political science students. And it's important that we're talking both uh, over here, right? Yeah. So we're talking about the political, we're talking about philosophy, and we're talking about this idea that we're talking about the SWOT analysis, which is a business model for managing a company, right? And this course is supposed to be office, uh, the basic things that we knew in office, right? Now, when we're talking about the SWOT analysis, the first and most important thing, which I'll talk again when we're talking about interviews, is the question of honesty, right? When you talk about the country and we're talking about SWOT analysis there, or we talk about the SWOT analysis and the idea of the individual, right? So that's, honesty is probably one of the most important things in our SWOT analysis, right? Uh, yesterday, we talked about this idea that when you can't put up with a creature from, uh, for sexual harassment or any kind of other nonsense or corrupt practices, what do you do, right? So, the question is, you're talking about a job, right? And there's a limit when the, the weakness of the boss or the weakness of a senior colleague or anybody of the sort, right? should not affect you at the personal level, right? Because we are talking about the question of uh, what you call uh, the idea of uh, ethics and morality, the idea of the, the self, that is, the, we are sexual beings, that, that's what all our psychology teaches us, right? So that's another important thing that we have to think about, right? So when we're talking about this what analysis we're talking about what exactly is happening to us right yeah and how do we go on dealing with that right so uh, if we are not honest for ourselves and for all the organization then we can't operate at all is that okay right so I cannot operate if for instance I actually think that uh, well, uh, I can fake it, right? I can fake everything to everybody, right? And this is something that is a real problem, yeah? Because in India, very often, I'm not only saying about India, I'm talking about corporates all over the world, right? Do they fake all the time, right? Now, that's something important to think about, right? And are we faking it all the time? Or are we honest, right? And if we are not honest, then what happens is we are actually going to 
have a problem over there and when we're talking about the SWOT analysis and we look at why our universities are failing, why our private industries are failing, right? That becomes a big question, right? So we have to honestly be, uh, give our strengths and our weaknesses. This is something that we'll talk about again when we come to interview techniques and when we talk about group discussions, right? Right? And one of the things that I said before is when we talked about group discussions and interviews, this is a practically oriented course, right? So when we think of strengths, weaknesses, uh, opportunities and threats, we have to talk about actually working in the industry, right? And when we are talking about strengths, we have to actually gauge our strengths individually, not about anybody else, right? Uh, when we're talking about our weaknesses, we have to get uh, the weaknesses from our own perspective, okay, first, right, before we call somebody else to check if the weaknesses are uh, uh, there or not, right, yeah. So when we're talking about our strengths as individuals, we talk about our educational qualifications, right, and we find that the educational qualifications might be sufficient, right? If they are not sufficient, then that's a problem, right? So when you say that you have an educational qualification which is not sufficient, right? Uh, then the person should not be actually put onto the roles of the organization, right? Now that's a very serious problem which affects uh, maybe our universities, right? But normally, when we talk about a private world, if they are honest, then they will have a scrutiny in the interview, right, where they admit people, right? When we do interview techniques again, we'll talk about how honest people are, right? And one of the things that we learn in an interview is we're not supposed to fake it, right? So that's something else that is important. Yeah. In an interview, if we fake it, then we actually land in a lot of trouble, right? So that's when our SWOT analysis is important, right? And the question is, you in an interview will be actually subject to the idea of somebody having, analyzing your SWOT, uh, your strengths and weaknesses, right? and the opportunities and threats, right? So the question is, how do you look at the SWOT analysis, right? So you, once, when you are uh, looking at yourself, we talked about attitude, right? When you're talking about attitude, you have to be honest and say, well, I don't know this. I'm not competent enough in this area, right? So that's something that we have to talk about, right? Maybe what is important is, uh, and I go back to this uh, this little bit which was put up by Tablin Singh in the Indian Express some time ago when Jyoti Raditya Sindhya, uh, not Jyoti Raditya, what was the name of the guy? Rajesh, uh, Rakesh Pilot or whatever that is. Uh, yeah, jo, uh, the pilot fellow, Sachin Pilot, right? Yeah, right. So when Sachin Pilot was around, right, I think what is interesting and what is important is Tablin Singh said, well, it's not bad for Yellow to brush up his language skills, right? 
Now, if my language skills are weak, then I must brush them up, right? So that's something which is important to do, right? And we're talking about language skills, right? And we're talking about how language skills operate, yeah? So, if you are in a teaching job and you don't know English, then that's a problem, right? And we have to be honest to say, well, this is a problem I have. Should I get into the job at all? That's one, right? Yeah, and of course, if you are in a workplace and you require English or Gujarati or French or German or whatever the language is, right, that's an important strength, right? Now, if you're in a different company, every company will check you out on your strengths and weaknesses, right? So the company will check, check you out and find out if uh, you actually have the strengths that are called for. Right? And what might happen is you might find that uh, you have, you don't have the strengths to join and that's when they won't pick you up in the interview. That's if you're not, we're not talking about government organizations because we know that people come in from the back door and all those kind of things. So let's forget about that. We're talking about an honest evaluation of things, right? And we're talking on the ground in India, right? And of course, in the private world, influence also play, plays a very important role. So we can't really talk about India as a model of SWOT analysis, right? Because when you're talking about even private companies, uh, you have to satisfy politicians, you have to satisfy also the people, right? And uh, very few companies are really interested in functioning on their own, right? So that's something else that we have to think about. And what if, uh, we have a lot of problems over the idea of districts, right? So a lot of these things fail in India and we have to be aware of it because this is what we talked about when we're talking about reality therapy, right? Now reality therapy is for an individual and reality therapy is also for an organization, right? So SWOT analysis is actually based for an organization and for individuals, right? And we have to have a very keen awareness of what are the strengths of the company, what are the weaknesses of the company, what are the opportunities that the company can provide, right? And what are the opportunities which we are actually talking about something called growth, right? When we talk about individual growth, we are talking about what are the skills we can acquire, right? When we are talking about the idea of uh, the organizational growth, yeah, this is actually uh, something that you learn in business organization and commerce, but uh, that, that's good enough, right? So we are talking about how can the company grow in an, in an organized manner and compete with other companies, right? Because we are talking about the business world and we're talking about what happens over there, right? So if your company is actually a back office company, then what happens to it, right? If it's a back office company, then you have to actually talk about how skilled are your people in dealing with, if it's a legal back office company or it's a legal call center or whatever that thing is, right? You have to have some legal experts, right? Or somebody who's well enough, you have to check whether they're well enough for the, uh, uh, well enough in law for the job, 
right? So if that's if you have a legal consultancy, if you have an accounting consultancy, then people have to know accountancy, right? So the question is, uh, yeah, and I, of course, we, a lot of these will be repeated when we come to the group discussions, right? Which uh, I'll take up after we finish the SWOT analysis, right? So one of the important things when we're talking about SWOT analysis is we have to talk about our strengths. So do I have the skills required to actually uh, deal with a company, right? Or do I have the people inquire, required with certain skills, right? I can't have a computer company where nobody is qualified in computers, right? I can't run an English class without people being qualified in the basic skills of the English language, right? So these are problems that we have to be honest about, right? And if we don't have that, then we have to think about how do I actually change this, right? It's not about having strengths and not having strengths. We're talking about growth, we're talking about expansion, right? Or we're talking about acquisitions and mergers, right? We're doing all these kind of things. And what is interesting over here is we're talking about how do we operate, right? So if I'm running an English class, a private English class or a coaching class or whatever that is, or a skills class in English, right? Then I perhaps have to get people who are skilled in the art of teaching. And first of all, they have to know the language, right? Uh, I remember somebody asked me, and this is a person who runs a school for migrant laborers, right? Uh, laborers children, right? And he actually asked me, he says, can you send me some of my, some students who are good, right? And who know the language because a lot of students have a BA in English or an MA in English and a BA and they don't know English at all and you are, they can't even speak a sentence of English, right? So when you have a spot analysis, you can say so many people can speak English and what is the level of fluency, right? Now either you generate your own kind of a team, right, uh, okay, to check. And that's what the SWOT analysis is about, right? So when we're talking about strengths, do you have a team to check the strengths, right? And honestly check the strengths. Not because you're my relation and I'm your friend and you belong to this party or that party or you belong to the cater, right? All those kind of things doesn't apply, right? But what we have to talk about, what are the strengths that you have, right? Yeah, so uh, so that's exactly when the honesty arises, right? And you have to have something called a checklist, right? So you have to have a checklist when you're talking about pronunciation, if it's an English class, right? You'll talk about pronunciation. I'm giving you, this is an example, right? You'll talk about pronunciation, you'll talk about uh, grammatical skills, You'll talk about spelling skills, right? You'll talk about vocabulary. You'll talk about all these things, right? If it's accountancy, you'll talk about is a person fluent in uh, the subject called accountancy, right? Does it know what is 2%, uh, the double entry system, the single entry system, right? And does, uh, and is he conversant with the laws of accountancy, right? Yeah, and when you're talking about law, Right? It is a person, if it's an international company, you talk about does the person know international law? Right? Because uh, a lot of the call centers 
and a lot of the back office uh, uh, centers, right, actually have people dealing with the United States, some people deal with Europe, right? So you have to know the laws of that country and you have to know the laws of your own country and you need an expert who is got an LLB or an LLM and is working over there, right? So these are basic qualifications, right? And actually, uh, as we said yesterday, qualifications don't matter, right? Because when we're talking about uh, the company, right, or any private organization, okay, and even in uh, government organizations, at some times, at least in the IAS, uh, the UPSC, uh, they are supposed to be fair and honest, right? Yeah, so I don't know if that's true or not anymore, right, but at least that's what we assume once upon a time, right? Uh, because in India, once corruption comes in, uh, nothing can actually have an honest analysis of anything, right? So when we're talking about the SWOT analysis, the SWOT analysis fails if you're working in a corrupt environment. And we have to be aware that this is a corrupt environment because corruption is all over the place, right? Yeah, uh, we had the, the Anna Hazare movement which talked against corruption, but we find that corruption by the people who came up with that movement, right, and are in power, is not eliminated, right? So when we're talking about corruption, right, when we're talking about sexual harassment, right, all these things have to be looked at very honestly, right? And that's when we're talking about the strengths, the weaknesses, uh, the, the threats, right? So the question is, when we're talking about strengths, you have to see what strengths the company has, right? One of the things is infrastructural strengths, right? So one is the employment and workers, right? And we are talking about uh, the personnel that you hire, right? And when you have personnel of different kinds of uh, different departments, you have to see that you get the kind of people who are uh, experts in the area, right? Whether you have an HR or you have uh, a computer specialist, right? Or you have a network uh, analyst or systems analyst, right? All those people, so you have different positions of uh, in the company, right? And you have to see that you get an expert in every area, right? When you have corruption, you don't have an expert. So that's when everything collapses, right? Because you get influence and you get people in by influence, right? Now, even that, uh, in itself is not a problem, right? Because our degrees and our certificates are not trusted. The interview is trusted, right? Yeah, and even if you get in by influence, you have to apply yourself. And if you don't apply yourself, you can't do anything, right? But when we're talking about an organization, the organization has to check whether all the people are really qualified to come to the organization and work in the organization, right? If they can't, uh, if they find that they are not good enough, all that they do is they uh, opt out of the system, right? Yeah, they, they just, they don't admit the person at all, right? So that's the normal kind of thing that happens, right? So, uh, one, so that's the employment. The other thing is infrastructure, right? So infrastructure is again very important because you have to actually take stock of what you have, right? And most companies, whether it's small businesses or big businesses, are talking about 
the idea of what infrastructure do they actually have on uh, the premises, right? They're talking about the land that they have, if they have any, okay? The buildings that they have, whether it's rented or uh, actually owned by the proprietor of the company, right? So that's stock taking of all that. And then you're talking about the furniture, you're talking about uh, the, uh, the computers that you have, all those kind of things or any other kind of missionary that the organization requires, right? So when we're talking about strengths, infrastructure is very, very important and we can't have infrastructure uh, deficit companies, right? Yeah, so you can't say that you want to make a machine and not have anything unless you are what you call outsourcing it to other people, right? That is, if I'm outsourcing something, right? That is, uh, I can't make... I'm just assembling things, right? So I assemble a water cooler, right? I get these parts from here and there and everywhere, put it together and put my own brand and sell it, right? So that is okay. But that's a strength that you have to talk about. Are the suppliers good enough, right? Are the people you're pointing good enough, right? So that's when you talk about your strengths and you're talking about these are reliable suppliers. They'll give us our product on time. Right? Uh, all these things will come back when we do uh, group discussions, right? And we're talking about uh, uh, the, the kind of group discussions that we have in business environments, right? So, when we're talking about uh, assembly kind of productions, yeah, that's one. When we're talking about manufacturing companies, that's another thing, right? So when we talk about this whole idea of SWOT analysis, we're talking about infrastructural facilities, we're talking about economic and, uh, so infrastructure would be land, building premises, uh, actual machinery, right? Yeah, and the question of the furnitures, uh, the furniture and uh, the, the various tools that you require to run your business, right? So that's as simple as it is, right? And I think that's a commonsensical thing, right? Which uh, most business people are supposed to be using, right? Yeah, and now the question of weaknesses is when you're talking about the location of a company, right? So when we're talking about locations, then we have a huge problem, right? Because when we're talking about location, if you find that your company is so many kilometers away from the city, right? Now, that's a kind of a weakness, right? Yeah, it might be a strength if you're talking about cheap land, but it's a weakness if you're talking about the commuting time and the expense that is involved to travel from the city to this place, right? So the local center, the, the, the nearest local center, right? Because when you're talking about the, the time distance, we're talking about the, uh, the question of the employees, right? So if the employees have to travel for a long distance, the practical thing is, does the company provide them transport, right? And we have to think in very, very practical terms over here, does the company provide them transport or does the company not provide them transport, right? And if the company doesn't provide them transport, does a company or the organization provide them accommodation, right? Because commuting takes a lot of time on the individual 
and on the uh, on the uh, we are talking about exhaustion, right? If I travel from Surat to Baroda, okay, to take my class, then what happens, right? What happens in the time I'm coming, right? Of course, if I have my own private helicopter, right, and somebody's going to drive me, then that's not a problem, right? But if I have a, a kind of uh, a car, right, which I'm going to drive myself, I'm going to drive over here, right, then what happens to my human condition by the time I reach, right? So am I able to give, give a quality lecture because of the distance, right? So that I'm talking about a teacher, but even when we talk about a brain worker or an engineer or any of these kind of people, right? You have to keep the distance in mind because when we talk about the distance, we're talking about the uh, physical and the psychological kind of uh, position that a person is in when they actually reach the workspace, right? Yeah, so you can't get, uh, yeah, we think about Bombay because Bombay is one of the places where people travel a lot of distances and you have to reach on time and they manage to do that, right? They travel by train, they do everything possible. They can't give an excuse that we were late, the local was cancelled. All those kind of excuses don't apply, right? Yeah, so of course, I don't know about Bombay and uh, the, the government sector, right? But when we talk about the private sector, you have to be uh, on time, right? And uh, the, the distance is also talked about, right? Now, of course, if you have uh, infrastructural facilities like buses and your bus is delayed for some reason, right? Then, of course, uh, the account of it has to be taken by the company, right? So when we're talking about SWOT analysis, we're talking about uh, the idea of practicality, right? And reasonableness, right? If you are not reasonable, we can't run a SWOT analysis, right? A SWOT analysis is not a damning kind of analysis, right? It's not to damn people, but the question is to think positively about people, right? Yeah, to, to think positively about people and actually have an actual kind of assessment of strengths and weaknesses as they actually are, not to disguise them, right? Yeah, and not to pretend that they don't exist, right? If somebody's staying very far away, ha, huh, I say, no, no, that's not a problem at all, right? Now, that's a problem which will surface in your organization after many uh, years, right? And that's something that you might find that has happened, right? Because after many years, you might find that, look, we didn't take account that this person was traveling from so far and uh, he was in a hurry to get back or she was in a hurry to get back, right? And therefore, they didn't do their work properly, right? Yeah, so the idea of transport and when we're talking about a SWOT analysis, the, uh, the question is, we're not talking in general. We're talking about specifics, right? We're talking about having a very fine eye for detail, right? So you can't have a SWOT analysis and uh, bullshit, right? That's the word that is used normally. That is, you give a kind of analysis which is uh, congratulatory, right? And don't do an honest analysis, right? The idea of the analysis is to see where you stand, where other people stand, where your competitors stand, right? And it's a business model. 
right? So I think that's something that we have to think about, right? And uh, I don't know whether you opted really for this because we don't, uh, people don't know what all this course is about, right? And when we're talking about the idea of strengths, so we're talking about, and then the idea of strengths is also economically driven, right? You have to know how much money the company has. Can the company advance so much of money? What are the loans of the company, right? What are the loans of the organization or company, whatever it is, right? Yeah, so all that kind of thing. What are the reserves that it has, right? We, we have in India today a huge kind of deficit and we're trying to pump things out of the Reserve Bank, which never happened before, right? And this has only happened in the last six, six years of the present government over here, right? So the question is, how do we deal with this kind of a SWOT analysis, right? And what is actually, how do we deal with it? How do we put it right? Yeah. So do we have bank loans? Do we have, uh, do we have the resources or the backup plan? If we don't have loans, how do we pay salaries, right? So we're talking about an organization. How do we pay salaries, right? Okay. And if uh, the turnout of the company is not good enough, uh, then what do we do, right? And normally when you open an organization, or we have to pay people, right? Yeah, and uh, we have to think of a backup plan, and you have to also calculate when the company is going to give you dividends, right? Or when the company, the amount of investment is going to pay back, right? So normally, if you have a startup, right? you'll think about how much money you have and your business model is actually talking about what strengths you have and for how many years you can go on without getting your dividends back, right? It's only some businesses uh, which pay uh, very well, like the food business. Of course, not in the lockdown. Uh, a lot of food businesses have closed down, right? But the idea of the food business is supposed to be one of the most interesting kind of businesses that we have, right? Because when we talk about the food business, you're supposed to get 200% profit for whatever you do, right? Now that's something important to think about, right? And uh, so, and even then, and even if you're running a restaurant or you're running a, an evening kind of a, uh, a lari, right? You have to keep, if you're going in with a business model, right? Uh, not this idea of any kind of work or the Chaiwala model, which is uh, very well known, right? Yeah, which is a problem, right? And I'll tell you why it's a problem. Because when we think about the business model, you said, I'm going to borrow so much money, right? Uh, normally, if you have the funds, right, which you can keep aside, and you think about your own private life, and you think about the organizational life, right? So the funds become important. Right? You can't run it like a chaiwala, right? I have no, no objections to them because the poor people who run the, the chaiwala, right? So how they operate is they don't have much of this kind of a model. They work by the present need, right? Which is a bad business model, right? The present need is, well, I don't have sugar, get sugar, right? I don't have tea. Okay, I go and say, hang on for five minutes. I go and get tea. I can get it from the market. Right? Yeah. I don't have milk. I'll go and get it from the market. Right? Now that's the the chaiwala model. 
right? Now this is a bad model to operate by, right? Because it actually means that you don't need any kind of planning, right? And when we're talking about strengths, we're also talking about the plan, right? We're talking about planning long-term and short-term, right? So what is your long-term plan about your organization? What is the short-term plan about your organization, right? When we come to the interview, we'll talk about yourself, right? But then we're talking about the organization and we have to actually take an assessment of the short-term uh, strengths, the short-term weaknesses, how long, and we're talking about time, which Ricardo talks about, right? The, how long will the company take to yield results and to get the return of your investment, right? Or how much time will it take for you to cover loans, right? Now, these are things that are important when we're talking about a SWOT analysis, right? So, in the workplace, uh, maybe you will be made to look into all this, right? If you're at a managerial level, right? Or even if you're at a team level, you'll have to talk about how many people do we work, need in the team? Can we do with less, right? Because you can't wait till your company or your organization is in trouble, right? Yeah, that's something to do with threats, right? Yeah, and so you're also keeping, when you're talking about strengths, you're also keeping threats in mind, right? So you can't wait for a time when you say, well, there are too many people in this organization, we don't have enough work, right? Which is something that happens in a lot of organizations, right? And especially when you talk about computer organizations, then we have this idea of, the idea of threats, right? That is, will somebody take this person and will our staff go and work for them instead of working for us, right? And that's a very problematic kind of situation. Right? Because when you start retrenching people, right, then a lot of people also leave thinking that the, your organization is not doing well enough. Right? And then you might be faced with from having more people to having no people. Right? So when we're talking about strengths and we're talking about organizations, we have a lot of problems. Right? It's not, uh, and the question, again, I go back to this idea that this is a very practical kind of a model. Right? So, at one point of time, you might suddenly say, well, our costs are increasing because people are having too many cups of coffee, right? Normally organizations are supposed to provide coffee, right? Or maybe provide snacks, maybe provide lunch and dinner, right? So all those kind of things uh, you might uh, try, to, try to cut down, right? Because uh, if you give people a vending machine, Right? or a coffee machine, or a tea, tea and coffee and hot water machine, or whatever that is, right? or chocolate bars like you have in Google and other places. right? Now, at one point of time, you might find too many people eating chocolates. right? And that's why you can't afford that. right? So the bill of food, or the food bill becomes too much. right? Now what do you do with that? right? So you have to actually think about it, and that's when you need the organization to come together and think about it, right? So you can't wait for that time to happen and that's why you need to plan, right? And planning is about intelligent kind of planning, right? We remember that uh, Mr. Nehru uh, started the planning commission, right? And the planning commission 
went on for a long period of time, right? And you talk in five-year plans, right? Now, I don't know what's going on, but everything has been messed up, right? And when we talk about five-year plans, we're actually talking about, in a phased manner, we're talking about growth, right? So you talk about your SWOT analysis, you talk about the country, you talk about an organization, you talk about your own idea of the self, right? So, yeah, so it works at different levels, right? And when you talk about an organization, you say, well, in five years, what can we achieve? And we have to be what we call realistic, right? Okay, you okay. And of course, sometimes it's very interesting. Like I was working in an organization in Delhi, and uh, they didn't even expect it was a glorified coaching class, which was called Career Forum, right? And uh, what was interesting about it is that they actually had a model where they planned for the returns to come after more than five years, right? Yeah, and of course what happened is uh, they didn't expect the kind of success that they got from that, right? So they got so much of success that they gave the whole uh, organization uh, a picnic in Goa for four days, right? At uh, a beach resort, right? So uh, that's something unexpected, right? So the planning is that normally it'll take a long time for earning results, right? And we're talking about time and a part of SWOT analysis is time, right? How much time will it take for your organization to be uh, noted everywhere? How much time will it take for your... So one is the advertisement, all those kind of things have to be thought about when you're talking about your SWOT analysis, right? How much of advertisement, right? How much of time will it take for your uh, organization to work on its own, right? That is, people know that this is a reliable company, right? And of course, when we worked, we set up this thing in Delhi, right? Uh, many people would come just to find out, right, whether we are fake, because there are, in Delhi, there are a lot of organizations where you pay your money and all those kind of things, and the next day you find it's closed, right? That was the condition there, and I don't know whether that's true even now, because we must remember that India is the land of crooks, right? We already know that. We are living in a, a world like this. So you might funny, suddenly find that I paid 3,000 or 4,000 rupees, right? And these people are all debunked with the money, right? So uh, these are not unexpected things. And when we're talking about the SWOT analysis, we're talking about how do we look at all these uh, issues, right? Yeah, so how do we bring consumer confidence, right? That is, you have to actually tell the people, look, we have all these branches. You can actually go and check on them, right? You can find out uh, if you have relations in all these cities, you can find out from them uh, whether it's doing well or not doing well, whether people get in or not get in, uh, whatever that happens, right? Yeah, so, uh, uh, so you're talking about uh, a lot of things, right? And at one level, we have to talk about consumer confidence, which is again a kind of a strength, right? Which is important, right? So we have to talk about that. We also have to talk about the idea of sustaining yourself, right? How many years will you be able to sustain yourself without borrowing money? Or how many years will you be able to sustain yourself with taking a loan and paying the interest and the loan the principal back to the the bank, right? So all these things are 
yeah, we, we must remember that this is what hasn't been done for a lot of banks, uh, the public sector banks, right? And that's why we have a big crisis today in the country. And also we had uh, the Lehman Brothers slow down in 2003 or four somewhere there, right? Yeah, so a lot of people did not do the SWOT analysis and that's why the business organization suffered, right? So we have to think about all these kinds of issues, right? Okay, now move on to the weaknesses, right? Now, very often we're talking about, and if you think that we have to talk about more strengths, uh, we can perhaps have a discussion on that, right? So when we're talking about strengths, uh, we also talk about weaknesses, right? So we have to be aware of the weaknesses. Maybe we can't remedy them because we have to be realistic, right? Uh, and of course, most organizations are realistic, right? Uh, Initially, when we talked about the dot-com uh, kind of business, right, or the computer business, right, a lot of people hired a lot of, pe uh, a lot of ex experts, right, and they couldn't pay them, right. All those kind of problems were not foreseen, right. And then they started retrenching people. The other thing is they put people on the bench, right. So when you put somebody on the bench, that is, you pay them their salary and there's no work for them. Right? Now that's one of the things that actually uh, was a deflation of their business. Right? So when you're thinking of your economic model, you're actually to plan for all these things. Have you got money to keep people on the bench? Right? Because if you get a project, then you have to put all those people on the bench into actually uh, what you call actual production. Right? So that's something else that you have to think about. Right? And uh, that's an important kind of business that we have, right? So we can't have the Chaiwala uh, model of business, right? Because the Chaiwala model of business is without plan, right? So we have to talk about a model of business which is not about plan, right? Yeah, and I, of course I don't have anything against Chaiwalas because uh, they're struggling to live, right? So, and the model works because they're, they're working on a small business, right? And some of them expand, right? They, they expand and instead of having one shop, they have a number of shops around the place, right? So, uh, so that is uh, something that has got to do with planning and some of them might be people who have an acute kind of a business sense and also work with a real uh, uh, on the ground kind of uh, analysis, right? Yeah? Okay, so when we're talking about a SWOT analysis, we're talking about market research. Before you set up your business, you have to talk about what is the outcome going to be, right? So uh, this is something that is associated with intelligence, market research, how much, how many people are actually going to come and buy your product, right? So we're talking about uh, products, we're talking about consumers, we're talking about uh, the uh, the kind of need that there is in the market, right? Uh, you can't create a need, maybe after some established uh, time, you can create a need, right? Because nobody's going to buy a new product, right? Unless there is a need for it and the need is created, right? Nobody's going to buy a mobile unless people find that it's a need, right? And nobody's going to come and have a cup of tea unless you keep, uh, after some time, people actually need it, right? Yeah, and that's how the idea of capitalism works, right? That, that's why, that's how things work, right? Maybe you think that's ethically 
not correct, but that's how it works, right? Because you create a need when there is none, right? Of course, we are talking in the lockdown, and the lockdown has removed many needs. Like, uh, we talked about the food business, and when we talk about the lockdown, the lockdown has crippled a lot of food businesses, and people now begin to wonder, do I actually need Kentucky Fried Chicken? Do I need pizzas? Uh, do I need all these kind of things? which are something that came in with globalization, right? And liberalization of the Indian economy, right? But we are actually find that these are problems today, right? Yeah, these are needs that are created, right? Which were not there in the past, right? And uh, if they close down, we can go back to a, a kind of simple kind of living, which we didn't have, right? So we have to think about all that, right? So this is, the lockdown was never imagined, right? And that's, uh, we have to be real about it. Now, I think people will think about all these kind of things, okay? And the lockdown will be a big thing to think about, right? Because in the lockdown, what happens, right? In the lockdown, we've learned a lot of lessons, okay? The business world has learned a lot of lessons. What if this kind of thing happens in the future, right? So that's something that we are talking about from the arts student's point of view, because we're talking about something called experience, right? Yeah, so we're talking about experience and we're talking about reflection, right? And we're talking about how do we think about action and how do we think about strengths, right? And when we're thinking about strengths and weaknesses, we have to prepare ourselves for inevitabilities which might come up at a later point of time, right? So. Uh, have you got enough of money stocked up for a lockdown in the future, right? So that would be some kind of a strength which you might have to think about, right? Yeah, so, uh, uh, so when we're talking about this, it's not about just running a business anyhow, right? We're talking about planning, right? We're talking about having a way of thinking about what's, what are the weaknesses that you can encounter even if in the present they are not there, right? And can we grow from strength to strength or are we going to be plugged by the idea of weaknesses all around the place, right? Yeah, so when we're talking about a SWOT analysis, we have to already think about what is going to happen 10 years down the line, five years down the line, right? One year down the line, right? Because when you're talking about your business, uh, and of course, if you think of the country from the idea of the post-capitalist point of view, right, then did we imagine that the country would be in this bad condition, right? Did we imagine that the economic status of the country after uh, almost 70 years, right, 70 years and more, right, would be so bad, right? Yeah, and how did we go and how did we reach a high point uh, some years ago? Right? And why is there such a decline? Right? So all these things are very important. Right? Yeah? Because we are actually talking about the idea of how do we plan things out. Right? So when you talk about organization of a country, right? or when you talk about organization of an industry, right? or you are talking about your own kind of organization of your own family and your own self, right? we are talking about this what analysis, right? So the strengths become a very important thing, right? When, uh, when I think yesterday I was talking about 
Kavi Deshpande, right? And the idea is, if you have to throw a person out, are you strong enough, right? Yeah, are you physically strong enough to throw the person out, right? You can't threaten a person to throw him out if you don't have the strength to actually deal with it, right? Yeah, whether it's uh, social or psychological or political, right? Yeah, or whatever that is, don't threaten a person unless you actually have the strength to do so, right? Uh, by and large, in businesses, you don't threaten people unless they actually, uh, uh, unless you actually mean it, right? Yeah? So you can't threaten a person, right? It's like somebody telling the Supreme Court, warn him and let him go. That's for Prashant Bush, right? But what is interesting is, when we're talking about that, it actually means, do you threaten anybody, right? And the best thing in an organization is, don't threaten a person, right? Yeah, act, right? And if the organization is really strong, they won't threaten people, right? They'll threaten people only when they're talking about in terms of the organization, right? And the person is underperformed, right? Then you'll threaten them and say, well, big buck up because you're giving them a chance, right? So when you're talking about the organization, we also have to talk about human beings, right? And that's why this whole SWOT analysis, I think, is too little, okay? And we're talking about two, uh, it's, it's actually a lot of area that we have to think about and talk about. And as I said yesterday, we have to keep thinking actively, right? And uh, it's, I don't know whether it's good enough that we can read a lot of these things on the net. You will find a lot of things on SWOT analysis on the net, right but that doesn't help at all unless you think and we discuss all these things right and that's why group discussions are very important right and uh, you can uh, maybe think about how we operate yeah so when we're talking about strengths the long-term goal of the organization the long-term goal of the country the long-term goal of the family right and we have to think about how does the family grow in so many years right and even when you talk about your individual life, we're talking about strengths and weaknesses, right? So, one is, what are the weaknesses that we have, right? Do I have these skills, right? So, can I learn the skills or can I t take time to learn the skills, right? There's somebody who has hired a person and the person was very qualified, but the person didn't know English, right? So, they called me and they wanted me to check if he knew English and there was a review and this is an organization, right? A kind of an NGO, right? And uh, well, his English was terrible, right? But uh, I said, well, does this person have a fake degree, right? Because we have fake degrees all around the country, right? Yeah, so if he's an MA, uh, I'm doing a PhD, is his degree fake, right? Now that's something that we have to think about on, a, on the feet in India because you have a lot of fake degrees, right? Now, of course, a person might be brilliant, even if they have a fake degree, they might be brilliant, right? And they might be able to fake it well, and cheers to them, right? I don't have a problem with that, right? But if you have a fake degree, and you're not able to perform, then that's a problem, right? So then, when I asked them, when they had their organizational meeting, I said, well, is the degree fake? They said, no. It can't be fake. It's Delhi University. 
right? And we are from Delhi University. We have got our degrees from there, right? So it can't be fake, right? And we've gone through the same school, right? So it, it's just not fake, right? But then they, they said, what do we do, right? So I said, well, are you thinking of throwing the man out? I'm not in, interested in doing that myself, right? I don't know whether the organization wants to throw him out. They said, no, we don't want to throw him out because we can't find people who's, who are skilled like him, right? So, so that's, that's kind of a weakness which you have to put up with. You can't find people, right? Yeah, so then that's why you keep the person on and you advise him and that's what happened in the next bit of the meeting, right? They called him in and they said, look, these are the problems we have, right? So you'll have to upgrade your skills. You'll have to learn English, right? And uh, so that's what he had to do, right? And they asked me, can you teach him? I said, I'm sorry, I don't have the time and I don't mind uh, telling him a few things, but I can't really teach somebody uh, and take all my time to look after him because first of all, I, I have to do my own kind of reading, right? That's one. The second is, uh, if I'm going to charge, that's illegal, right? I can't uh, charge anybody, right? Yeah, and I, I didn't even take, they offered me transport allowance. I said, sorry, you can keep it for your organization. I didn't even take that money, right? Yeah, so we can't do all these things. And uh, that's something that you have to think about, right? Because what happens over here with uh, the idea of a review committee, right? The, that's when you use your SWOT analysis, right? So when you come to a review committee, you're saying, what are the strengths of this person, right? Do we want to keep the person in the organization, right? And then you might find that, well, he has his strengths, but he has these kind of weaknesses also, right? And the idea of the threat to the organization, right, is that the organization will suffer in the present or in the future, right? If it's in the present, then you have to throw the person out, right? Present and the future, and you find that the person is not good enough, right? If it's an engineer, right, it's even worse, right? Yeah, so we are thinking about all those things and we'll continue tomorrow also. And please tell the other people to come because I, uh, I've just got about two minutes. Do you have any questions? Yeah, any questions there? No, sir. Okay, uh, is this too much? Is it too difficult? Yeah, is this too difficult? Sir. Yeah. Okay. So I'll continue again with the uh, and I'll put this up. I've recorded it, so I'll put it up and send it around the people. Yeah. Thank you very much. And please tell other people to come again. I don't know why they've not been able to come. And if it's necessary, we'll go on to Zoom or uh, Google or whatever it is because I don't know whether the Teams is a problem for people. Right? Yeah. Because there were more people when we had it on Zoom. Right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you and thanks for coming.